gentlemen and ladies, brothers and sisters, people, whoever you are and wherever you are, welcome to the Truth Prescription Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sekou Gavis, and each week I interview successful people from around the world and discuss how accepting the truth can propel your career and help you live a life of gusto and purpose. No mantras, no gimmicks, just the truth. So close your eyes and open your ears, and let's get into this. Come on. Yes, yes, people, we are back. Today I have the uh, pleasure of interviewing and talking to Miss Tanisha Woods. How are you, Tanisha? Hello, I'm doing great tonight. Excellent, excellent. So let me give you guys a little bit of background. Um, Born in Jamaica, raised in Minneapolis, uh, nine years in the National Guard, Worked in a lot of sales positions, actually. Something uh, worked for General Mills, uh, Saputo, which is a cheese and dairy company. Got a broadcast journalism degree, which I thought was interesting, from New York Film Academy. And then in 2005, was one of the five women featured on the reality show Hashtag Black Love. Currently, she works in business development at TSU Capital with her boo, Chris Valentine. And she's the host of Dating, Relationships, and Love podcast and a lover of Drake lyrics. He's literally my favorite person. <laughs> Tanisha Wood. <laughs> Hello, welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, Thanks for welcome, having me welcome, on. Welcome, welcome. Absolutely, absolutely. So how are you feeling? I feel good. Feel good? How's yeah. it feel to be back? Oh, my God. I just didn't realize how much I missed sitting behind a mic until I did it again. <laughs> like, that's my happy space. So right. it, feels, it feels amazing. Right. Don't call it a comeback. I know. I feel Been that. Before. I feel that. Yeah. No, I, I felt the energy. You know, in your first episode, I think it dropped uh, January 31st. Mm-hmm. I really felt your energy. I really felt the excitement of um, revisiting something that uh, was so important to you. And then revisiting it with the new knowledge, the new experience of not only just love, but all the experiences that you had up to that point. Because, you know, I was reading your posts and Instagram and people were like, you know, they were like, yeah, hey, hi, how you doing? Nice to see you. But when's the podcast coming back? Like, right, what's going on with the right, podcast? Like, right. you kept, you were getting that all year. And like, so, every time I posted anything, yeah. like, it'd be just like a picture <laughs> yeah. of, like, my meal. And right. it was, when's the podcast coming right, back? Right. So. You know, I had some some legal things that I had right. to take care of that I can't really discuss, right. but yes. everything is fine now, and okay. I'm just happy to be back. Okay. Well, I hope you can, because it sounds like there's some there's some truth description in the things you can't discuss. Now, you don't have to discuss it, but maybe you can uh, allude to it, because I think those types of lessons that people need to, need to hear. Anyway, let's jump in. Uh, for those who are listening for the first time, this is the Truth Prescription Podcast where we deal with the truth. Uh, all successful people, no matter their industry, have had to go through and deal with certain truths. And it was accepting those truths that allowed them to finally break through and become more successful. So, Tanisha, I'll give you a choice. We can deal with the personal truth or professional truth. What do you choose? Let's start personal. Mm. <laughs> Shocking. Most people start with the professional, so that's great. We're going to dive right in. The personal is usually more difficult, but you've done, a, I think, a, not a great job, but part of your how people know you is actually you exposing your personal life. Right. Uh, so you, you're kind of used to this. So shoot. The personal. Yes. The truth with the personal. Yes. You got to figure out what you want. Okay. And you have to be honest with the people around you 100% about what you want. Okay. In terms of yeah. a relationship. Yeah, I think that one of the things I've had to learn to do is say all that in the beginning. So everything that I want. <laughs> it sounds creepy to say to somebody on a first date, yeah. 
hey, just so you know, right. I'm looking for a long-term relationship. Yeah. Eventually I want to get married. Yeah. And by the way, I want children. Yeah. No, uh, I, I agree with that. And, I agree and with a that. lot of yeah. people would tell you, well, that would scare somebody off. Yeah, it's going to scare the wrong person off. Mm. The wrong person will go running. And yeah. guess what? You just saved yourself some time. Seven, a lot of time. Seven months, eight months. Exactly. Right. Because sometimes people get in relationships and then I'm like, how did you not know that? They didn't want children. <laughs> Y'all have been together for two years. Like right. what? How has that conversation never happened? Right, right. So I believe in just exposing it all okay. up front okay. right away. Can, can you give us a, an example or, or a situation where that helped you do, to do that? Oh, yeah. Tell, um, us, tell uh, us a story about that. My current relationship. Okay. I think we maybe talked about this the first or second time we met up before mm. I even decided if we wanted to if I wanted to date or like where it was going. Was this before you went on the European trip or this was after yeah. or during? Because I know y'all had that nine hour conversation. It was, so uh, it was before. So the first okay. time we casually met up for coffee. Okay. And uh, I always ask people about like their dating life regardless of how I know them or why. Sure. Um, just because I'm, you know. This is what you do. This is what I do. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, I said, he told me he had children. I was like, yeah, I, I definitely want kids. I definitely want to be married. Okay. Um, so that was all pretty much discussed up front. <laughs> Interesting. Now, I know you said that when you first met him, the fact that he had kids kind of put him in the friend box. Oh, totally. It was interesting that he was also honest with you up front, right? Because right. that's something that a guy may not tell you in the beginning, right. particularly if it's just over coffee and you guys haven't really committed anything. Right. So he was honest with you. It seems like him being honest with you kind of pushed you away a little bit. But now that you're in the relationship, how's that been being, um, I don't want to call you stepmommy, but being... The, the the woman of a guy with children. It's been amazing. Okay. I think the reason that I initially just couldn't see myself with a man with children was because I had this idea of what that brought. So I had okay. this idea that that entailed baby mama, mama drama, drama, right? Yes. Um, that <laughs> entailed children that would do things like, like, you know, you're not my mom. I don't have yeah. to listen to you. So there <laughs> right, was all right. these preconceived Stories. notions yeah. of, of what that, that experience would be like. Yeah. And so who, want, who wants an experience like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And once I got into it, I, it, I saw something completely different. And I was like, wow, this, this man is amazing because these are the type of relationships that he breeds. Mm. So his daughter's mom, they have a great relationship. They're, wow. they're really good friends. That's they amazing. co-parent really well. And they've just realized that they're not meant to be together. But very, That's very mature. Very Cause, cause mature. You know, I think 85 to 90% of the situations are maybe not like that. That's, right. that's probably too high, but... 70, right. most situations are not like that. Right. There may be some residual like anger there, you know, trying exactly. to poison the children and all that kind of stuff. And they have none of that. And okay. it was almost to me at first, because I was, I was, I was really taken aback by it. I was like, oh wow, you, you guys actually like, like each other. <laughs> it's not weird. And, and it was almost intimidating where I'm like, wait, do you like, like, like each other? Like yeah. what's the situation? But yeah. now that I've gotten to know them both very well, it really is just a, we were together for a long time. Things worked. We realized it didn't, couldn't work forever. Yeah. And we're going to do what's best for our kids. Wow. Yeah. Kudos to Chris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that, that drama can, you know, really put a damper on, it, on a new relationship. You know? Oh, yeah. It can. I, I can't imagine. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. All right. Professional. Let's jump into professional. Tell us a professional truth that you had to deal with. Um, you have to do what makes you happy. Above all else. Yeah. So above money, above mm. title, mm. above everything. If you're not happy, you will not do well. 
Like in the long term, you just won't. You can't. Yeah. And yeah. I <laughs> I've had a couple times in my life where I've really just been like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. And the result has always been better. Like always. Mm. And the first time I did it was um I was living in California and um, San Francisco. Right? In San Francisco, yep. yeah. And um I just was like got to the point there where I felt like I wasn't growing and that I just needed something new. And I didn't know what that new thing was. And so I was like, I think I should move to New York. And (laughs) (laughs) right. Randall. And so the guy that I was dating at the time was also moving here and he was part of the reason, but not necessarily the full reason. Like either way I would have wanted to change. Okay. So if he was like, I'm staying in San Francisco, you probably would have moved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so I, um, that like maybe in two days, within two days after making that decision, I put in my notice at work mm. and wow. I started applying for jobs in New York and I even found a job, found a job pretty quick. I like flew out here, interviewed, flew back and it was, but wow. the job was making about half what I was making. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's and, tough. And I didn't know how I was like, I had no idea how I was going to figure that out. Yeah. Especially with rent prices being what they are here. But I was just like, okay. And I just put it, I just put it out and I just was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And so that day after I'd accepted this new job, the director um, that I was working with found out that I, he was the head of the division actually. And he mm-hmm. found out that um, I was leaving and he called me personally. He said, can I ask like why you're leaving? Mm-hmm. You know, is it, is it the pay? Is it the people? Is it this? Is it that? And I said, I just really, there's something calling me to New York mm-hmm. and I really just need that change right now. And he said, well, we really don't want to lose you. So is there, is there anything we can do? I said, I mean, you can move me to New York. And he's like, you know, you know, I can't do that. We don't have anything open in New York. Okay, and, right. and I just said, okay, well, you know, I appreciate you. And he was like, don't, he's like, don't do anything yet. Um, let me get back to you in a couple of days. Within two days, I'll get back to you. Hmm. So two days later, he calls me back. And at this point I'm scheduling movers. Sure, I'm selling my stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So two days later, he calls me back and he says, so what if I had something in, uh, in Boston? You know, we have something in Boston. And I was like, that's, that's not, not New Boston, York. Yeah. That's not, New- yeah. we're on the same coast. Now right. we're getting to the right coast, but that's not New York. And he right. said, okay. He said, don't, okay, don't do anything yet. He's like, I'm gonna call you back this afternoon. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So it's here hilarious. I am like still packing up. I right. was like, either yeah. way, I don't care what he says when he calls back, right. I'm, I'm leaving. Right, right. <laughs> so he calls me back and he says, um, so I got you something. It's, uh, it's, was, it's with another division of the company. You'll interview with the manager, like a phone interview later today. Uh, is that cool? I was like, yeah. And so talked to him, got the job. Same pay? Better. Wow. Um, awesome. And that's when I was just like- You got to move your feet. Yeah. Right. I was like, yeah. oh my God, like I was meant to be in New York because everything that needed to happen to make that happen, like just fell into place. Yeah. And that's how I got to New York. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> and I always remember that story when- I'm feeling really fearful okay, and not wanting to take a leap. Mm. And then I just remember the last time you took a really big leap and you had no idea what was going to happen. Remember what happened. Mm. And then fast forward, you had that feeling when you came back from your vacation from Jamaica, when you got here and you felt like I need to make a change, another change like this, right. something missing. And you went to Europe and you did Europe for two months. Exactly. And things, you know, things transpired. There exactly. As well. Like it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the, the the professional is 
is is make sure you're doing what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the personal is is be clear with the people uh, around you about what you want. Right. And even like if you that. don't know what makes you happy, because I hear a lot of people say, I, I, know, I, I don't know what I want to do, but I know I don't want to do this thing that yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Don't stay in the thing that you're doing that makes you unhappy. Okay. Try something else. Try something else. Try something else. else that might make you unhappy. At least right. you know it's not At that. At least you know. But right. don't just yeah. stay in that space. Yeah. It's just, it, it drives you down mentally. Yeah. And the longer you stay, the less likely you are to actually get out there and try something new. Yeah. So as soon as you have that feeling, as soon as you know this thing isn't for me, if, if you have the ability, like just try something else. Yeah. I'm not saying like quit your job and do something crazy and lose your house or anything like that. <laughs> All I'm saying is maybe after work, you're like, let, let me try this. Let me try that. Yeah. And see if I could sustain off of that. Okay. I think that's great advice. And I will tell you that um, the first piece of advice you gave about the personal is not as crazy as you think. Um, first date I had, no, actually second date I had with my wife, we were sitting there talking, my now wife was sitting there talking and that's exactly what she said. She's like, yeah, so... um." Because I, I had a, when I met her, I had a, an older daughter who I think, well, I almost near then. She was like maybe eight. Mm-hmm. And she was like, would you ever consider having more children or getting married? And just, just sat there and looked at me. And I was like, and when she was saying, I was like, well, damn. <laughs> I, was like, I just met you. I mean, shit. But I told her, you know, I was sort of politically honest. I was like, well, I would never count anything out. And that's a truth. I mean, at the, that, that moment, I'm like, I don't know if, you know, you know one, but. You know, <laughs> the right one comes. Yeah, I wouldn't, you know. Right. So, but I think it's it's a good thing to do because you need to be, you know, you need to be clear. And one thing she always says is that she's a black woman stay too long. <laughs> That's something she always says that because, you know, we get in these relationships, we, you know, we're in there two years and then we're like, well, what happened? You know, I wasted two years, you know, quote unquote, wasted right. two years of my, my life because our goals weren't aligned. Right. So I think that's important. And um, especially like you were saying with, with you already having a daughter. Yeah. That That's it becomes an even more important question. Yeah. Because a lot of times people are like, well, I already got I already got the kid thing down. I'm just trying to get the other piece now. Right, right. I'm trying to get the team. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was. It's interesting because, yeah, I mean, now between my oldest daughter and, like, I have three. And, I, I mean, if you ask me in high school, like, that, you have three kids, I'm like, hell, hell no. <laughs> fucking three kids. You know, but I think, um, you know, when you find someone you love, you, you know, you're like, Hey, why not? Right, you know, it's, right. It's, it's working. You know, you're 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 a good mother, you're a good wife. So why not? Let's do let's it. Let's create a life. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, uh, oh, cool. All right, so let's jump into some questions. Okay. Uh, okay. So I actually have to go back a little bit to uh, to the show. Um, what? So between what, what happened to Errol? Like I heard, I heard Errol on. <laughs> so for people don't know, Errol was her love interest on the show in 2015, ending in 2016. Um, I looked at when your parents came that segment when your parents came to New York, <laughs> dude. Like your your mom, your father looked like he was standing in the cemetery, and your mom was like, you know, Judge Judy. I mean, she, she was going in on him hard, and you know, he handled himself. But I was like, this is crazy. But at, sort of at the end, because it was ten episodes, the right. Tenth episode was the last episode. You know, it was like, okay, you know, they're gonna try to do something. Like, what happened with that? Um, with me and Errol. Yes. Because now you're, you know, with Chris um, and, very, and, ha- and very happy with Chris. So 
first of all, my mom is great. Like she is. <laughs> no hate on mom. If you listen no. to us, I'm not hating on you, mom. You ask great she... questions. You're protecting your daughter. I understand that. You just look a little, a little intense on TV. That's all. Anyway. No, my mom has like no filter. So when she meets somebody, like she will find out everything she needs to know in like yeah. five minutes. And at the end of that five minutes, she'll be like, yep. Or no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, I'm sorry to cut you off. I will say this. The thing that I did like she asked mm. is she asked, what do you like about her? Right. And I thought that was such an important question that right. people don't realize. Because if you can't really answer that over something superficial, eh, bro, you may need to step to the side. Right. So anyway, right. kudos to you, mom. Um, <laughs> so it was, it's funny. The, the breakup with Errol, it actually, it took me a while to talk about okay. because it was kind of public and- oh. I wasn't sure how to how to address it because of that or, okay. or, or what the, the breakup reaction. was public or you're saying the relationship the was public? The relationship was public okay. and people were so like, oh my God, really love you guys together. And so I was like, ugh. <laughs> Not like ugh for the breakup, but just like, you know, it's it's almost yeah. kind of like, it felt a little bit like a, a failure. Okay, got you it. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had talked about this on an episode of my show. I, I It's funny, I recorded it directly like a couple days after it happened, but I didn't air the episode for a really long time. Um, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to, this was a very raw episode, but I did end up, it was that, I think like episode 15 maybe Okay. I talked about it. But anyway, um, it was really kind of random and out of the blue and unexpected in a lot of ways. So yeah, you know, he just, uh, <laughs> he came over one day and no, actually, here, here was, here's what happened, okay. which is crazy. So when, um, so La from the show. Yeah, with the half ball, yep, half. Yep, yeah. La always has like a, a crazy, cool, funky do. So she, um, she and the guy she was dating, Carl. The, the white guy. Yep, the white guy. They had broken up. And Interesting. I was traveling for work at the time. And I think I was in somewhere in Pennsylvania. And so- I was talking to her and I was like, oh my God, like, this is crazy. I can't believe it. Like, and so I text Errol and I said, <laughs> oh my God, like, you'll never believe this. Like they broke up, yada, yada, yada. And then jokingly, I said, now don't go breaking up with me. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Right? So oh, yeah. he doesn't, I, and I recall Yikes. him not answering that text for a while. Mm. Like, wow. Yeah. And so, um, when I got home, cause I'd been traveling maybe for like, I traveled a lot in my old job, yeah. but I, I'd been traveling maybe for like a week okay. or something. So I got home and, uh, he came over and, and then he broke up with me. <laughs> wow. And I was like, wow, wait, what? It, it was wow. just, wow. It was just really, it, it kind of came out of nowhere. You know, to be honest, it was very <clears throat> shocking. I want to ask you something. <laughs> so, in that moment, right? So, y- y'all are on television, right? These things are being filmed. Well, at the, the breakup, this was after. No, the fact. not not the breakup. Right. I, I'm I'm referring specifically to when you told him you loved him. Right? Oh, gotcha. So, I'm looking at this um, thing. I'm watching it, and you know, you did a really good job of leading up to it, and you said it. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the expression on his face, and and then he's like, "Well, that's nice," and I was kind of like, "Hmm." Interesting. So then they cut the commercial. You know, they fuck with you. They cut the commercial. Mm-hmm. 
And then he come back and he says, I love you too. But I always felt like his initial reaction was something off about it. And I don't know if there was, if there was editing or if, you know. I will if, say this. You know, I, I, it, having like been there in person. Yeah. It was probably edited to be a little dramatic. It was edited to yeah. be dramatic. Okay, so yeah. they did a little editing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. Which is, you know, it's necessary for, for TV and the right. way TV is set up. Sure. But, yeah. All right, so in, in the moment, you're saying it felt real. Yeah. Okay. And I don't, I, don't think, um, I don't think it wasn't real. Like, I don't, okay. I don't think any of his feelings for me were contrived or not real. Okay. Um, I do think that he... He maybe had some 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 issues that he had to deal with personally that yeah, didn't have much to do with me. Absolutely. And um, I think maybe that's why it was so abrupt. I think I think one of the things that that sometimes happens in relationships and people don't realize is you can sometimes get swept up in a moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> things are happening and they're going on and on and on. And maybe he took some time and was just like, you know, when I was gone for that whole week, maybe he took some time. He's like, wait, do I really want this? And maybe he'd not asked him. I don't know. This is speculation. And maybe he had not asked himself, you know, is this what I really want? But instead was just kind of going along with the ride and, you know, and I don't blame him for that. Like I don't, um, I think that could happen. What did mom say? Um, she was cool about it. I mean, okay. she was, She didn't say, I told you so? No. Okay, good. I mean, All right, good. She didn't tell me so. And the thing about my mom is she, we're kind of the same person in a lot of ways. And okay. I think what she understands about me is when to, when to pull me from a ledge, when to just, you know, whisper, hey, there's a ledge. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, gentle versus extreme. Right, yeah. right. And so I think um, if, if, she thought, if she saw things going in a complete crazy direction, she would, uh, you know, yank me off a ledge. But I, I, think, I think things happen the exact way they were supposed to happen. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, cool, cool. And now you're with Chris. And now I'm Chris, Chris Valentine. What Chris an apropos Valentine, last name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's great. I like that. All types of puns can be, can be utilized. All right. He's, uh, a, he's a really like official sounding name. His middle name is Vaughn. So it's Christopher, Christopher Vaughn, Vaughn Valentine. Valentine. <laughs> CVV. Yeah. yeah, that is official. So cool. It sounds like uh, when you were initially talking to him, like or when you first met him, you didn't really know what he did. Right, that, yeah. I, I really didn't. I I tend not to ask people that. Good. I just like to know that you are, you know, working cool. towards something, <laughs> you know. But I don't, I don't, especially here in New York, because everybody does it. I don't like to lead with. So oh, hi, what do, you do? what do you do? Yeah, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna assume you're doing something unless <laughs> otherwise told. <laughs> if you come to the day in your pajamas, then maybe. Uh, right, right, not right, right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so you, um, and, and I picked this out because, um, my wife works in sales and so I always tell her like, you know, don't sales me. So you, you have a huge background in sales. Right. Um, have you ever used that in your relationships? Um, to, not necessarily for yourself, but maybe to sell an idea or to, because I think there's a, like salespeople have a certain thing, um, for a certain way that they speak and it's a mode they go into when they're ready to. Push it. I won't say an agenda, but push an idea uh, that they want to be accepted. Right. So. I don't think I've ever done that intentionally. 
But I will say one of the things that I do is I, I repeat things a lot. Oh, when, yeah. when I want something, I, <laughs> I, I, I generally make it the theme of the day. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. So, right, so, right. so yeah, there's definitely some. A little bit. Not intentionally, but yeah, if I want something, you're going to know, you're going to hear it at least 10 <laughs> times. Like. <laughs> 10 times. Oh my. All right. Um, so on the show, the, the psych, the, there were two psychologists, a man and a woman. They gave you guys some like crazy assignments. Like uh, they told, told one girl to go out and hug a stranger. And, you know, uh, I think uh, one of the girls, I forgot her name. Um, they told her to like, oh, she wanted kids. So they were like, oh, oh Monet, Monet, Monet. So they told her the like, fake baby. carry around a fake baby. <laughs> um, if you were to give someone advice on like a young single woman in the city who's just moving here looking for love, what? What crazy assignment would you give her? I would say or go him on, or him. I would say go on every date that you're asked, even if you think that it's a person that isn't your type or that you might not be attracted to in that moment. Mm. Um, particularly when you're new here, yeah. There's just so many different types of people, right? So you could be out with an artist one night. You could be out with a Wall Street guy. You could be out with you know a, a trainer like it's so like there's so many different types of people yeah and i think it's it's if nothing else you develop a lot of great friendships mm. like from yeah. when i was dating yeah there were people that i didn't necessarily see myself with but we became really good friends wow in the process wow. because you so meet cool. great people all the time and it's yeah. like the chance that you're actually gonna fall in love with somebody it's pretty slim yeah but the chance that you're going to connect with somebody on some level is pretty high yeah and so just because <clears throat> things don't work out in the love department it doesn't mean that it's somebody you need to dismiss altogether okay all you single ladies and men out there listen to the advice <laughs> from uh, tanisha wood i think that's good i think that's good advice especially in new york because i think new york breeds that i mean it's it's a go-getter type of city like right. It's a hustler's mentality city. Exactly. So if you have a hustler's mentality, even though if you're not romantically attracted to somebody, it could be a business connection. You right. know, it could be, you know, uh, anything, you right. know, going forward. So that's good. It's okay. funny because <clears throat> some of the guys that I've dated, I've set them up. Like I've ended up, ended up setting them up with, Crazy. Other, with, with women that I know or have Crazy. met. Um, <laughs> and you never know. You never know who's going to help you meet the person for you. So yeah. just, you know, keep in contact with everybody. Yeah. And there was one guy. It was so, we were such great. He's a great person. I was a great person. And, and I think we really were like, man, it would be great if this could work. <laughs> right. right? So much, in fact, that we tried to like twice. <laughs> like we went out. <laughs> it didn't really work. Then we reconnected, went out again. And we still were just like, man, like I just really like you as a person. And yeah. But like, why not continue that? Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. We're going to jump into uh, yes or BS. You're familiar with yes or BS? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to make a statement. If you agree with it, say yes. If you disagree with it, say BS. Okay. If you want to expound, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. <laughs> All right. Number one. <laughs> it's funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dating in Minnesota is easier than in New York. Uh, BS. <laughs> Okay. BS. BS. All right. You want to speak on that or you? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> this is a great, I recommend everybody live in New York at least once in their life mm. because it's awesome. such, it's such a, 
it's just diverse. And I mean diverse in terms of the type of people that you could potentially meet, like I was saying before. Yeah. Um, and, and in a place like Minnesota, like I've, I've scrolled Tinder in Minnesota. I've not actually <laughs> used it in Minnesota, but I've scrolled it in Minnesota. The Tinder. And it, and it tends to be a very sort of like homogenous, homogenous crowd. Got it. You see a lot of the same pictures of, you know, the, the hunting, fishing. Here's oh. my, you know, you know that picture? Oh. You man, know the picture man, where they, they hold out the fish to the camera. So the fish looks like it's about 10 times bigger than it is. And it's like, that's a, a little one pound goldfish. I think you just caught. like, come on now, but they're holding it. So that's a, that's, that's, that's a big thing in Minnesota. Um, so, so yeah, it's not that you can't meet somebody there, but it's just, it's not as diverse. And I think it, it becomes harder if you're, if your interests are very, very varied. Right. Or born uh, in the Caribbean. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, number two, Tanisha Wood is no longer a control freak. (laughs) Okay, let me let me say this. Speak, speak to the people. It's it's yes ish, bs ish. (laughs) Bs ish. Bs I I realize this about myself, and I'm still working on it, but I don't. I like to be in control of only a couple things. Okay. And let me tell you what Name that, the biggest thing that I like to be in control of is my uh-huh. home. Okay. And so I like- well, What if you share a home with somebody? I do. Chris and I yours. share a home. I know. So then um, it's, it's not your home. Our home. Yes. Okay. I like to, I, you know, I, I have little bouts of OCD. Okay. You know? And so I like things in specific places. Sure. You know, I like counters clean, mm-hmm. Lysol, sure. you know, shoes off at the door. Yes. You know, so. I knew that about you, so I switched these tables out. That table's much dirtier. Oh, okay. This, Thank, than this one. Thank yes. you. Well, go ahead. Um, so, in, in that way, I just, I like to be in charge of that. I like, you know, okay. and, 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 and I think we've been working well with okay. that. Okay. You know, like, I have a, there's a little board in the kitchen. Oh, my goodness. And uh, it's just like a whiteboard. And it has um, it has chores on it. So like for me and him and the girls, and um, does it have the name underneath? Underneath, the chore? you know, I might even have a, a picture of this. Oh, that'd be great. Let's, but let's check under it out. under wow. me, it says um, like so. His is like do the tubs and toilets, and they have okay. to like feed the fish and clean their room. Okay, and then um, mine just says management. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my And it's goodness. not that I'm not doing that. No. Here's the thing though, you gotta realize I actually do most of it, but like I I'm the I'm at the end of the day, like it's on me. Like stuff has to get done. See see that see there it is right there. Show show it to the camera. That is hilarious. And a picture. There's a little picture of the, <laughs> each person up there with, with the white with the whiteboard. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> so I, I don't know if I'd say yeses, but okay, we'll let you get away with the with the yeses yeah. to be. So as long as I'm in charge of that, that you're cool. I'm I'm good. Anything. Now else what about Chris? Anyway. So you let Chris do do him? You know you don't you're not in control of Chris because I once heard you say that you were, you were talking y'all were talking about like a man's dress and you were like well listen 
I just need a black cam, a blank canvas. If he needs anything, I'll give it to him. You know what I'm saying? Like he don't need to be trying to wear all this crazy stuff. I'll, I'll let him know what to wear. So I mean, you, you let Chris wear what he wants to wear. One of the things that attracted me to him was um, he let you. You know, dress women him. will always no. Women will date their dads. Basically, that is so true. Women will that just is so they're true. looking yes. for their dad that is the entire so true. right. Preach, yeah. And true. Uh, <sighs> my dad was just always a very plain guy in yeah. terms of like what he wore. So yeah. basically, he wore like black, gray. I might have seen him in the Navy. <laughs> I bought him an Argyle sweater once. Like he wore it just to appease me, but I, right. I know he hated it. It was like a lot for him. It was like a light blue and he was right. just like, mm. um, and so I, I typically like no jewelry. Like I typically look for men that kind of, you know, have just, that same yeah, sort of style canvas, yeah. where it's like, I don't like dudes that trying to need to call all this attention to themselves all the time. Like okay. why though? You okay. know what I mean? Okay. All right. So anyway, um, he literally only wears, he's so, uh, there was a, uh, um, sorry, there was an article about the fact that one of the things that a lot of tech CEOs in particular do. So like Mark Zuckerberg and, uh, Bill Gates and a couple other people, they, one of the things that they really do to like, maintain productivity is they eliminate the amount of decisions that they have to make, particularly mm. decisions that don't matter. Sure. So waking up in the morning and having to pick out something to wear yeah. is a decision and that's taking time from yeah. another potential bigger decision that you could be making. Sure. And so Chris really adopts that mentality. So he literally, all his clothes are like, it's like a, they all could go together. Mm. So he basically will do like black jeans, blue jeans, a, a little darker blue jean, uh, slacks, and then his tops are all like gray, black, blue. Oh, okay. So any potential mix of them all go together, right. and he and I was like, huh, I like that. Like, right, right, right. Very, it's very basic. Right, okay. right. But you're right. He can focus on other things, like right. like the chores he needs to do. Exactly, exactly. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of you worrying about what to wear, like you know, in this bathroom. <laughs> but oh, no, man. he's um. <laughs> he he kind of just already came simplistic that way, so it worked out well. Cool, cool. Actually, I'm gonna give him a little shout. Out. I don't know him, but I'm gonna give a little sh- him a little shout out. I like his approach and how he, you know, reeled you in, or you know, very slowly over time. It was a very slow process, and uh, <laughs> I, I I liked it. I was like, uh, that that's that's some play shit. I like. He has that. a yeah, lot of he has a lot of patience, and I think <clears throat> yeah. that he he the mentality I was talking about before where you may not have a romantic connection with somebody, but there's still always something to be gained from a person, you know, whether that be like a friendship or something shared in common. He really believes that. So when he meets people, he's always like, oh, like what what industry do you work in? Or like, oh, you know, I know this person who does, like he's always connecting people and like, and and so that was the way it was. So I think he went into it thinking it'd be great if this happened, but if it doesn't like, we're still going to keep in touch. Right, we're still going to connect. Right. Awesome. All right, number three. In your 20s, an individual's financial stability should not be taken into account when dating. Mm. Um, gosh, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a really tough one. Um, their... Next one will be easier. Their financial stability shouldn't... Should not oh. be taken into okay. account no. when dating in your twenties. Their responsibility as it as it relates to finances should be taken into account. Okay. All right. Right? All right. So yes ish. Yes ish. Okay. Like 
So let's let's jump quickly to the next question. Mm-hmm. In your thirties, mm-hmm. an individual's financial security should not be taken into account when dating. Um, same thing. It's okay. about it's about their their responsibility. Okay, so if they make five thousand an hour, that they're responsible with that five thousand an hour. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Number five. Reality TV is not reality. Um. It depends on the show. Okay. I would say our show was largely reality. I mean, and I say largely only because it's you film for eight hours and then that equals an hour show. Wow. You get okay. what I mean? So yeah. like some of that the just gets cut out. Yeah. has to be taken <clears throat> away. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the connections that we had with each other, yeah. um, that was very real. Well, and one thing I did like is... It, it was, I felt it was very positive and that you guys weren't like arguing and cussing and, and you know, showing out. Why do you, know? you think there wasn't a season two? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to uh, be quite honest, yeah. that made me sad. Yeah. It made me sad yeah. that this is such a positive show very positive, and here yeah. are a group of women like connecting and, and talking and supporting, supporting each other. Supporting each other, yes. And, yeah. you know, like, I, I guess that's, people don't necessarily want to see that. <laughs> Mm. Which is that's really sad. Well, the ra- to me. I mean, was it the ratings or was it you think just the producer's decision? Because I mean, I watched. I I didn't see it back then, mm-hmm. but I, I was like, this is a good show. I enjoyed it. Um, I I honestly don't, don't know, know the the answer to that question. I'm not okay. uh, you know necessarily privy to that information, sure. but um, yeah, I I wish I wish that there could have been, and maybe not necessarily even with the same group of people, or whatever right. the format would have been. Sure. But I do think that there needs to be something on television that's that shows women supporting and loving each other yeah. in a positive way. Yeah. You know, it, it, it does bother me that there's been, I don't know, 32 seasons of Real Housewives of whatever. Every, everything, yeah. And <clears throat> it keeps going and it keeps going. And I just, I, I think that the more we see that, the more that we think that that's how we're supposed to react to each other. Yes. Right? Yes. So I think that we keep like subconsciously, sure. that's what's seeping into our brains sure. is, oh, such and such is doing this. Right. Oh, that means she's trying to she's trying to outdo you. She's yeah, trying, she's trying and to it's take like, your man. Yeah, and it's like yeah. it. We don't have to think like that. Yeah. But the more we see it, and the more we hear it, the we we just start making those assumptions about the people around us, and it's it's not true. Yeah. Like most women that I've had in my life have been very supportive and have been the people to lift me up when I need mm. them to. So, wow. you know, I it makes me sad that yeah, yeah it shouldn't yeah. have to be like that. Yeah, it's true. Number six, the DRL podcast will become a television show. That would be amazing. <laughs> if anybody's out there that's listening, that uh, we can make that happen. Um, yeah, one of the things that uh, I've been working on over the last year that DRL has been off the air is um, I've become a dating coach. Okay, and awesome. In the process okay. of that, I've met some really interesting people that are my clients, and I would love to showcase them mm. in some way. And um, some of them are going to come on the podcast this season. Cool. Um, just to talk about what the process has been like and, and, and dating for them and like why, why they felt they needed a coach or, you know, what they felt they were doing wrong in dating. Because mm-hmm. I, th- I think we're all doing a lot of the same things wrong. <laughs> Men and women. Men and women. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Wow. Uh, number seven. Don't shoot me for this one. If you don't want to answer, you don't have to answer. Tanisha Wood will plan a wedding in 2018. Ooh. (laughs) 
I didn't say get married. I said plan a wedding. Now, I know some um, 50% of that's not up to you. But. You know, funny enough, we've <clears throat> talked about this uh-huh. and uh, neither of us wants a wedding. Okay. So I, Justice to the peace. Yeah. Save so that I've cash. Been, we're buy doing, a house. We're doing a wedding tour. Okay. So okay. basically like in every city that we have friends and people, we go and do a big thing or a small thing, depending on how many people and okay. like celebrate that way. So instead of, yeah. you know, having everybody having to fly into you, sure, you go and see them and see you get them. to see new cities and kind of like a honeymoon tour. Um, okay. Like that. Yeah. But we have, um, we have an interesting way that we are deciding if, if, a, if a marriage is happening. Okay. We have, right. um, we have a, a 20, I'll t- I'm going to talk about this more in depth on the podcast. So okay. I'm not going to get into it too much. No problem. But um, Give us a preview. We have, uh, we have a, a 21 day rule. And if we go 21 days without, we call it incident. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been, have you ever been in like a, a factory and seen, um, they have like safety days. They'll generally call yeah. it's like an OSHA thing. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, this this site has ten days without without inj- or without um incident or whatever. Okay. okay. Um and we came up with that idea one night and we really do stick by it. And anything that requires more than a forty minute conversation is an incident. Oh. And so Okay. When we make it to twenty one days. Forty minutes. When we you make it to twenty one days, we'll just we'll just automatically do it. <laughs> when did it start? A um, couple months ago, probably end of the summer. <laughs> okay, so you've had many twenty-one day periods where oh it didn't have- yeah, and and the thing the thing that I realize is, and we've talked to people about this. Like most people, one just can't do it, or or, or haven't figured out that like they haven't figured out that they haven't done it. Is what I'm saying. Like. Sorry, that's all very confusing. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, I understand what you're saying. You're saying like most people haven't figured out that there are these things that are uh, red flags for them and that they are not able to navigate them. Right. That's like I think everybody should do a 21-day rule before they get married because it, it forces you to confront a lot of issues. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing looming. Like when you see something on the board and it's like zero, like why are we here? And you have to talk about it. Obviously, that 21-day rule is easy when you're living together, right? So I think that's probably a step also. What do you mean? Easier or harder? No, I'm saying it makes it easier to have... Because oh, you, yeah. you're going to have more interactions, exactly. right? When you're living in the same space. Yeah. Um, separate, separate question, quick question. How was that for you, being someone who's a control freak and also very independent, when you made the decision that I want to move in with this man? How was that? that for you like you the know you got back and then you moved in was so e- it was easy <clears throat> okay. i don't know it almost seemed like a no-brainer cool okay which for me was weird yeah i yeah, even felt like, like i was so surprised. anti yeah i was surprised at my own feeling so cool but okay. it, it felt so natural like okay. it just needed to happen that way so okay cool uh number eight the perfect ring size is whatever the man can afford yes i agree with that okay we don't have to labor that one. Number nine. Oh, I did jump ahead of myself. People should live, live together before marriage. Absolutely. Yes. I agree. 100%. You don't know somebody till you live with them. Number 10. <laughs> you can still have a great relationship if the sex is bad. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah. 
I don't think there's. I like the nah. <laughs> I like that. N a n a h. There's not. There's no such thing as bad sex. I think there's just bad communication. I'll tell you something. My my uncle Jimmy told me one time. He's going to be on the show. He was a, a sportscaster years ago in Boston. Actually, he was the first black sportscaster at ESPN. He told me one time. He was like, "If you come and tell me the sex is bad, I'm blaming you." He exactly. Said, because you're a participant. Exactly. Shit. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, Uncle Jimmy." Bad yeah. sex just means bad communication. Yeah. Yeah. So if the first time somebody does something and you don't like it, yeah, you sh- you should say something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you see something, say something. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the bedroom. <laughs> right. Please believe it. Not just on the train, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right. Number 11. Last one. Uh, this is specifically pertaining to you. Keeping a box of your ex's things is healthy. Yes. Because it depends on why. It's the why, not the what. Why do you do it? I'm a memories person. You know, okay. um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like a lot of stuff in general, so I, okay. I tend to keep things in little boxes. But it's, <laughs> it's on a box. It's in a box on the shelf. Like, okay. But I, I don't know. I just, I don't, it feels wrong to me for some reason to throw away something that somebody gave you from their heart. Was it, what types of things do you keep? Is it pictures? Is it like gifts? Is it yeah? Some know, of it's like gifts, jewelry. Um, there's pictures, um, but yeah, it just feels wrong to just throw that away. Okay, you know I'm not, right. and and the thing is too, I'm still friends with most of these people. Sure. So sure. why get rid of it? Like, what would get getting rid of that do? Like, it actually it wouldn't change anything for me. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if Chris is fine with it and if you're okay with Chris, you know, having things of his exes or his ex or whatever. I mean, he's got a living he's got living breathing. Yeah, you I was going to say I people mean, walking yeah. around, right? <laughs> there's, <laughs> right? There's those little people. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I will come across old pictures like in the house of, you know, my wife in college. I, I saw she was on some dude's back and I was like, she's like, "Dude, you married a whole another person." <laughs> Had a whole, had a because I was married before. Right. Had a you had you married a whole another person. You had a whole another child. Right. And you, you're, you're coming about, at me for about a picture. picture from 20, 15 years ago. Right. Hilarious. But I don't believe in like being jealous of like exes or past yeah. relationships. Yeah. Because I look at it like if he wanted to be with anybody else, he would be. Yeah. If I wanted to be with anybody in that Xbox, I would be. Yeah. But. I don't, yeah. so I'm not, and I'm with him, <laughs> and that's that. Right, 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 right. Cool, 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 cool. All right. That's all I got, Tanisha. Awesome. This was really fun. This was fun. Um, I appreciate you making the time to come on. Thank I'm you. I'm glad I reached out to you. Yes, me too. Um, it's funny. I found, You know how I found out about you? I was listening to Combat Jack, actually, um, oh, yeah. before he passed. Yeah. And um, they had mentioned, the guy has, was basically saying, are you dating Tanisha Wood? Because, you know, <laughs> we see her with you everywhere. And he was like, nah, she's really cool chick. She does, you know, she was on this thing. And, you know, she knows a lot about relationships. We've got this podcast I'm trying to help right. her with. And that's that. Just hearing that, I was like, "Oh, she might be a great guest because you know relationships is all about truth." Right. You know? Oh, so. shout out to to Chris, by the way, yeah, the, the Chris you're talking about. Yeah. That um, he does. Uh, he produces some podcasts and does a lot of um, a lot of photography and stuff for LSN. Okay. Uh, it's a podcast network. Um, but super cool dude. Like yeah. just very very real dude. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Chris. 
All right. Well, I'm going to sign off. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. As I always say, the truth will set you free if you let it.